As an autism mom, I definitely have had my fair share of judgment and feeling uncomfortable out in public or gatherings with friends and families. And I'll be honest, sometimes I have avoided social situations because I wanted to avoid that discomfort. And that may be the only good thing that has come out of 2020 because I have been given the excuse for avoiding all public outings. I have trained for this, but seriously, real talk today about fear of judgment and discomfort in public when you're out in the world with your child with special needs. Hey, Courageous Mom, I want you to know that you are so brave raising those children and giving everything you have for everything that they need. I've been there and understand what it's like to feel like you're lost, to feel tired, and so completely overwhelmed. Hi, I'm Tanya and an autism mom. This journey is not an easy one. It's been demanding and confusing, but it's also been massively life-changing in a great way and has brought me more joy and more laughs than I could ever imagine. You shouldn't walk alone, and that's why I felt to create this community. Here you'll laugh, find joy, hear inspiring stories, along with support and some tough love to begin your journey back to you again. You have permission to take care of yourself, to go after your dreams, and to be happy and fulfilled every day, even on those tough ones. So let's do this journey together, gracefully, boldly, and courageously. I'm going to be straight with you and tell you that I have to work really hard some days to head out to social situations and in public with my son. I realize that this may sound very harsh to someone who has no experience in what I'm talking about. And when I say I have to work hard, it's mostly on setting my head straight and preparing myself for the heartaches. That can happen when out with people in the world as they react to my son as he navigates this world and learns how to make his way. I have thick skin when it comes to me. Mess with my kids? Well, I can reach a whole other level of psycho that you have never experienced. And I know I'm not alone in that. And when I talk about fear of judgment and discomfort, I am solely talking about my discomfort in feelings, being hurt, because I'll be honest, I don't know if my son catches all of the comments or looks. I know he catches some, but I'd say he doesn't feel it or catch it the way that I do. And that is a blessing. See, I feel that one of the tougher things as his mom is that autism presents in different ways for all individuals on the spectrum. And often there are no visible signs of autism, which can cause people that do not know him to look at him like he's strange or has bad manners or that I'm an awful parent. This has always been an issue because my son has always been very big for his age. And so many people people have automatically assumed that he was older than he really was. And then autism and his developmental delays definitely made him stand out even more. And when he was younger, he definitely blended in more because all younger children, toddlers, 
preschoolers, they're still making their way and learning social cues. But when he's hugging me and he's taller than me and he's holding my hand because he's feeling anxious out in public, we may get odd stares or laughs from kids his age that may see it. And it kills me. And I keep waiting for the day that it won't bother me. But I'm going to be honest and say that I don't know that if that feeling that hurt, the discomfort will ever fully go away because this is my son. And I love that kid with all of my heart. And it drives me insane that people don't always give them a chance or try to understand or try to consider that there may be something bigger going on. And sometimes it's not just strangers that don't get it. Sometimes your own family and friends and usually the older generation think that autism can be fixed with discipline. And I'm sorry, but I can't discipline the autism out of my son. I wish it were that simple. I wish I could just discipline him and then his struggles would just stop and disappear. And I wouldn't have to feel heartache for him at times. And I know that it can be frustrating when you hear this, but that's when we have to take the time to ask them to educate themselves. You can steer them towards books and websites that can help them to get insight to what your child's disability is all about. My mother-in-law is so great because she has sought out books written by autistic people on her own to try to really understand her grandson and what he may be feeling and experiencing in order to better understand him and his needs. And I think it's perfectly acceptable to ask them to read and to learn about it if they haven't thought to do so on their own and still continue to insist that this is something that tough love can fix. Because if they're insisting that, they clearly still don't get it. So I know when running errands with your children can be tough, and we probably have all been out with our children, whether they have special needs or are neurotypical, and meltdowns happen. And people are staring or some miserable person is commenting on what they do if that was their child. And when someone is ignorant and feels the need to make the situation worse rather than try to offer some encouragement for you, I have sometimes gotten snippy back and would say, well, thankfully that is not the case since he's autistic and you clearly are not equipped for understanding or to handle it. And that usually causes them to feel pretty foolish and they often will say, I'm sorry, I didn't know. But the good thing is that they now know and will hopefully be more considerate should they encounter it again, because it's very likely that they will. And I think it's important for us as moms when we're out and we see other moms dealing with a child that is struggling in public that we offer help. Maybe if they're trying to cash out and they're trying to just simply take their items out of the cart and put it on the belt so that they can be scanned and paid for and they now have 
two children and one of them is struggling and is on the ground and is crying and is looking to their mother for comfort, we can offer to put the items on the belt for them while they tend to their child to try to comfort them and just help make it easier for them to get out of the store as quick as possible. Because I've been in similar situations and you are trying to control and help your child as well as trying to keep it moving because you really need those groceries. And you've got all these people looking at you and the cashier is waiting for you to make the next move so that they can complete their job. And at that time, it just feels like you're holding up everything with all eyes on you. And when you're in that situation and you feel that stress and that pressure, you're completely overwhelmed and it's impossible to have great problem solving skills, especially when you're surrounded by strangers and you feel really awkward in asking someone for help, especially if they're glaring at you in disgust. But what about the discomfort we may feel when it comes to invites to your friends' parties, cookouts, and holiday gatherings. I know that I have declined invites countless amounts of times because I feared being uncomfortable and because I knew it just wouldn't be any fun if we attended because I would be on edge the entire time making sure that my son didn't do anything that was impolite or came off as rude. My son is obsessed with movies and he especially takes great interest in the covers of a DVD or a Blu-ray. The artwork, movie descriptions, and the details of the case absolutely fascinate him. And he'll always rush to any person's living room or wherever they have a television to check out their movie collection. Now, he will just simply walk in your house, (laughs) pull right through you. And he has done this even when we were uh, trick-or-treating pre-COVID. And he would just go up and if they had the television on and he saw the movies, he would literally just push the person giving them the candy off to the side and head towards their movie collection. Now, as you could imagine, this was extremely awkward and uncomfortable, especially when it's someone that we have no idea who it is and all they thought they were doing was giving a trick-or-treater candy. Now, there are a few houses that I can head to with our family and be completely comfortable and know that my son is not being judged or looked at differently and I enjoy going there, but it's a small number of people. However, if there is a big get-together and there are people there that do not know my son and even though I may typically feel very comfortable going there. That usually will change if I know other people are going to be there because that's when those types of functions may not be as relaxing. And I've always been envious of the parents that can head anywhere because their children are at an age where they can just hang out or connect with their friends' children so that they can just sit back and enjoy themselves. My mind is blown over that. I get to do that if it's just my daughter and I and just the two of us go out. But when we all go out, I have to remind my son that we don't just tear into their living room looking for their movie collection and we don't keep asking everyone the same questions repeatedly, nor do we ask them their age and if 
they are over the age of 60, do we tell them about a famous actor that died at that age and that they could die soon? It's not seen as a fun party game and it's not a big hit at parties. Now, my son's innocence, his literal brain, his inability to lie and having no filter are just some of the many things that I love about him. But there are also some things that may seem odd or come off as being rude to others. And exactly why I may seem like a helicopter parent to many when out at parties or around strangers because I'm always trying to intercept any of those things things I mentioned because I never know what he's up to or what he's thinking. And yes, the kid has provided me with many hysterical stories and some good laughs, as well as making others have a good laugh too. But I always fear the people that won't get the innocence of it all when it comes to him. And before, I would just make up an excuse as to why I couldn't go because I didn't want to explain all of the reasons the gathering would be stressful for me because I didn't want to make the host or person extending the invitation feel bad or pressure to try to make us feel comfortable. But if it's a good friend, there is no reason why you can't express your fears. And if it's a newer friend and we're invited over for the first time and it's just going to be then, then I think it's definitely okay to say you'd love to come over but just want to give you a heads up that my son may raid your movie collection or ask how many minutes until we leave the second we get inside your house. And he definitely does that often. And I also think it's a great idea to ask your friends if they haven't already, to talk to their children about autism and let them know that our son is autistic. And usually that leads to further conversation with my friend that they have spoken to their children about kids that do have disabilities and inclusion and acceptance and kindness. And it just helps me to feel so much more at ease about the visit, but also such a great reminder to me that I am surrounded by amazing people that are raising amazing children. And I don't want them to talk to their children about autism because it defines my son, because autism does not define him and it's not all that he is. He's so much more than his autism and everyone that is lucky enough to know him realizes that. But I ask them to talk to their children so that they understand that autism is a big part of why he may do the things that may seem different or strange because I'd rather people understand why than look at him like he's poorly behaved or call him weird. But I've decided it's okay okay for me to try to go somewhere new, even if I'm nervous. Because I could be pleasantly surprised and we could all go and have a great time. Or it may not turn out great and he may be ready to go as soon as we get there. But I think if I'm honest with my friends and family and then they understand why I may have turned down their invites several hundred times and not because I just don't like them. I will say that once I started being honest 
honest with friends and families whenever they did send an invite our way. I noticed that it did alleviate the stress and the pressure of feeling like I had to go or if I couldn't go, that that was okay too. But more importantly, I think it showed me that if I am honest and if I plan ahead, like asking my aunt for holidays if there's a room that my son can go in if he needs to just decompress and get some silent time, then that's already set up and I know that I don't have to worry and stress about that. And asking the same for a friend if I know that he needs some quiet time in order for him to hang in there for a bit longer so that as a family, we can stay a while more. Now, I'm not saying that any of this that I've mentioned that could help is a cure-all and will eliminate any discomfort or fear of judgment going forward when it comes to going out with your family or heading out to a restaurant or to run errands with your children. Of course, it can still be challenging. You cannot change the world. There are always going to be ignorant people out there that never take the time to consider what you're going through. But I think it's important to remind yourself that you and your child, your children, have just as much of a right to be in that store, to be in that restaurant, and it's okay if it doesn't go perfectly. And if they're staring, if they're making their comments in your in a mama bear is ready to attack, just remind yourself that you are not able to take care of your children if you're sitting in prison. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I know what it's like to try to avoid situations because you fear of that moment that could happen if someone said the wrong thing about your child or to your child. And I'm not solely talking just about your reaction and how angry you'll get at the six-year-old that called your son weird or the middle schoolers that were making fun of your son at McDonald's and you noticed and you lost your mind. Not that that happened to me personally, but you know, it happened to a friend. <laughs> Seriously, don't mess with my kid. But I'm also talking about just the discomfort and the fear of rejection, the fear of feeling heartbreak, because I know I hate those feelings so much that I have often avoided functions, events that could potentially allow me to feel any of those feelings. And it's been at the expense of the possibility of things going just fine and my family making some really great memories. And because of that realization, I decided decided that it was time for me to become more brave and definitely try more things with my son and saying yes to those invitations to parties with friends or an invitation that I've received so many times from a neighbor and we've been in our house for two years and I still have yet accepted but I finally did say what my fear was. And surprise, surprise, she was super cool and 
understanding and said, hey, if it's easier for us to go to your house, then let us know. We'd just love to hang out with you guys. And that was just so awesome to hear. It just helps to give you the confidence to be brave again and to speak up and let others know what you need. And not in the, I need them to cater to me and my family sort of way, but that you need to be honest and just put it out there why or why you may not be able to attend. So I really hope that I was able to make you feel less alone if you've ever had feelings of not wanting to go out in public, run errands, or attend social events because you have a fear of being judged or watching strangers be cruel to your child. Just know I get it, completely understand, and if you want to talk about this more, then please reach out message me, join the Courageously Moms Facebook group, and let me know your thoughts. And what are other things that are on your mind and that you're finding the most challenging these days? Would love to hear from you, help you, support you, and encourage you. So until next time, I am sending you so much love. And remember, you got this. Hey there, me again. One more thing before you go. Thank you so much for listening to the Courageously Mom podcast. I hope you come back to hear some more. And if you enjoyed this, don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review.